This is an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, March 19, 2022. This week in security news. On five occasions this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices regarding safety and security matters. Most important for this report, on Thursday, Alert USA subscribers were informed of a warning issued by Secretary of State Blinken that Russia may be planning chemical weapon attacks inside Ukraine. The statement was made during an afternoon press conference. Here's Secretary Blinken. A few weeks ago, just days before Russia's invasion began, I went to the United Nations Security Council to lay out what we believe was about to happen. Again today, we have a strong sense of what Russia could do next. We believe that Moscow may be setting the stage to use a chemical weapon and then falsely blame Ukraine to justify escalating its attacks on the Ukrainian people. Manufacturing events and creating false narratives of genocide to justify greater use of military force is a tactic that Russia has used before, including in Georgia. We believe Russia will bring its mercenaries from private military groups and foreign countries to Ukraine. President Putin acknowledged as much over the weekend when he authorized the recruitment of additional forces from the Middle East and elsewhere, another indication that his war effort is not going as he hoped it would. They're also likely to systematically kidnap local officials and replace them with puppets. Again, this has already begun. The mayor of Melitopol was grabbed off the street several days ago, released yesterday in a prisoner exchange. The mayor of another city in southern Ukraine was also kidnapped. He hasn't yet been let go. This is a terror tactic. Grab local officials, depose local governments, put proxies in their place. After devastating Ukrainian cities, Moscow may bring in officials from Russia to serve as local government officials and surge what they describe as economic support in an attempt to make the people dependent on Moscow for survival. Again, something that Russia did in Georgia. One day earlier, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan spoke with Nikolay Petrushev, Secretary of Russia's Security Council, warning him of the consequences of any possible Russian decision to use chemical or biological weapons in Ukraine. This is the first high-level contact publicly disclosed between the two countries since the start of Russia's invasion weeks ago. Listeners are reminded that late last week, Russia was accusing the U.S. and Ukraine of potentially using chemical and biological weapons supposedly created using a network of public health reference labs in the country. Sullivan called these accusations, quote, a tell that they themselves may be preparing to do so and then trying to pin the blame on someone else. Also on Wednesday, Ukrainian President Zelensky delivered a virtual address to Congress during which he made an emotional plea for help as his nation tries to fend off Russian forces. His request included the establishment of a no-fly zone over Ukraine, something the U.S. and NATO continue to resist due to the potential for such a move developing into a wider conflict. Now in the fourth week of the invasion, Russia's bombardment of Ukraine has hit nearly all parts of the country, including a military training and storage facility in the west of Ukraine, just seven miles from the border with Poland. According to the Department of Defense and U.K. Ministry of Defense, Russia's progress in Ukraine has slowed significantly in the last week. Ukrainian forces around the capital Kiev continue to frustrate Russian attempts at encirclement, though other cities such as Kharkiv are under siege and subject to heavy shelling. Logistical problems also continue to beset Russian forces. A reluctance to maneuver cross-country, a lack of control of the air, and limited bridging capabilities are preventing Russia from effectively resupplying their forward troops, even with the basic essentials such as food and fuel. 
This supply problem is amplified by Ukrainian counterattacks that force Russia to divert large numbers of troops to defend supply lines, thus severely limiting offensive potential. This week alone, the U.S. announced an additional $800 million in security assistance to Ukraine, bringing the total U.S. security assistance commitment to $1 billion in just the past week. The assistance takes the form of direct transfers of equipment from the Department of Defense to the Ukrainian military. As of the time of this report's preparation Friday evening, the United States has approximately 100,000 service members operating in Europe, about 65,000 of whom are permanently based in the U.S. European Command area of operations. This is the largest number in nearly two decades as the Pentagon shifts forces in response to Russia's actions in Ukraine. Since the launch of the invasion, thousands of U.S. troops have surged to Eastern European NATO member states, including Latvia, Lithuania, Estonia, Poland, and Romania. Listeners are reminded that the U.S. European Command's area of responsibility covers almost one-fifth of the planet, including all of Europe, large portions of Asia, parts of the Middle East, and the Arctic and Atlantic Oceans. The command is responsible for U.S. military relations with NATO in 51 countries on two continents, with a total population of almost 1 billion people. Alert USA continues to monitor the situation in Eastern Europe and will immediately notify service subscribers of any changes in the overall threat picture for American citizens and interests as events warrant. In travel security news, for those listeners possibly hearing the sirens call to travel to Europe in order to join the war effort in Ukraine, be advised that there are an increasing number of reports of foreign fighters being duped into signing indefinite service contracts with the Ukrainian military that may prevent you from leaving the country. If you are giving consideration to joining what is known as the International Legion of Defense of Ukraine, you better have it all together because you may be staying a while if this is not planned properly. Once again, Alert USA cautions that the conflict in Eastern Europe has a potential to get much worse and spillover into neighboring NATO nations is a possibility. If NATO were to get involved, that would raise the prospect of three nuclear-armed nations, the U.S., U.K., and France, facing off with Russia. That said, if you are still planning travel abroad, regardless of the destination, Alert USA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website, as well as that of the CDC, for safety, security, and health considerations for your destination, as well as for the latest evolving international travel regulations. Alert USA also recommends international travelers take a few minutes to register your trip with the State Department's Smart Traveler Enrollment Program so you can receive important information from the embassy about safety conditions in your destination country, as well as to help the U.S. Embassy contact you in an emergency. Once again, you can find more on each of the stories in this report in the latest issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. Take a moment and visit ThreatJournal.com to sign up. The publication is free, and a copy of this week's issue will be immediately sent to you via email. If you would like to receive breaking threat and incident alerts on your mobile device, visit AlertsUSA.com. AlertsUSA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environment and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages and email of new alerts, warnings, and advisories, or any other factors which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. This has been an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, March 19, 2022.